Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Dave, and and Happy New Year to our our ever-growing Adventures in Collecting family, the AIC family. It's another year. Everyone's going to think the podcast was broken. You you may have, this will either be funny in the long run or not, you may have to cut some of that dead air out. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you because I know you don't listen back to the show. I usually cut a little bit a little bit of it anyway. Okay, this is a little snippy snippy over there. Um, yeah, that this one was excessive, <laughs> and this means nothing because you'll you'll not have heard how long the original one is. <laughs> so t- so today is our uh, is our annual um, best of uh, episode. Yes. Settle um, in, everyone. But we did it a little bit differently this year. So in the past, we've had some guests come on and uh, and do the top ten with us. But we decided to <laughs> to <laughs> no leads to bury this week. Yeah, no. Um, we decided to do things a little bit differently this year. We we held a little bit of a virtual tournament over on uh, over on Instagram. We held uh, in in uh, in the name of our mascot the uh, the the first annual uh, Archie tournament, which. Uh, Pitted thirty-two toy lines against each other, um, in a uh, I, I guess uh, in a March Madness style bracket. I guess you could say. I don't. I don't know if anyone else uses that a single elimination bracket. Yeah, we'll um, call it a single elimination bracket. And um, yeah, so it, it pitted thirty-two active toy lines from twenty twenty-one. A list that that uh, that we came up with, um, and then from there, after we came up with the list, we stayed out of it. So there was no, since we have never done this before, there was no seating or anything. It was completely random. Um, and then we set it up and stayed out of it. And we let our uh, our followers on Instagram uh, vote throughout. And it was super fun watching some of the matchups. I mean, un- unfortunately, some toy lines that are near and dear to our hearts uh, caught some buzz sauce <laughs> early on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, re- re- rest in rest in peace. Uh, Star Wars: The Vintage Collection and uh, and WWE uh, elites and actually all of Mattel's WWE elite or WWE lines uh, ate it in, <laughs> in the in the first round. Um, AEW made it to the second round, so that was cool. Yeah. So you know what? Bef- before we we crown our winner, um, just to kind of give you a, a get, catch everybody up. Um, Making it out of the first round, I'm not going to go through all 32 teams or 32 brands because that's that's a lot. Um, you can you can find this on our Instagram. So if you head to uh, to uh, Instagram.com or just search for uh, AIC underscore podcast, um, you can find the brackets in our feed. But um, basically, uh, it was the, it was the Hasbro show. Um, the making it into the the final four uh, were the Transformers, the G.I. Joe Classified, um, Masters of the Universe Revelation, Star Wars, the Black Series. Uh, or I'm sorry, this was this was eight, not the final four. Um, 
the Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Marvel Legends, NECA Ultimate, and uh, and Medicom uh, Mafex. And then headed into the final four was uh, G.I. Joe uh, Classified taking on Star Wars The Black Series. And on the other side of the bracket, Marvel Legends taking on NECA Ultimates. And uh, that led us to our final, which was G.I. Joe Classified versus Marvel Legends, um, which I think is, personally, I think is a really fair matchup given kind of all of the, the brands that were in here. And, you know, the 32 brands and, and toy lines that made it all had really great years. They all were doing new things with their line. They were active. But um, I think it would be hard to argue that seeing Marvel Legends go up against G.I. Joe Classified, given everything that's kind of gone on in the world, gone on with those toy lines, two extremely active vocal communities behind them. I think it was a fair final matchup. What, what, are, what are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I, I would have figured, like, you know, if you had told me, what do you think would be the final going into it? Um, that probably would have been my guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it honestly, like, the the randomizer was kind in the fact that it put Marvel Legends and G.I. Joe Classified on two different ends of the, uh, the, the, the tournament bracket because, you know, that matchup early on, who knows what would have um, what would have came out on the other side, you know, for yeah. to, for them to go up against. But um, Marvel Legends pretty much tore through every every line that it came up against. Um, there were really no no close matchups. They they led pretty much every well, not pretty much. They led every one of their competitors by at least forty percent. Um, you know, a forty percent margin uh, in the end. G.I. Joe had a, had some tough battles throughout. Um, nearly nearly lost to Transformers. Uh, it was it was a tough tough road for them. But uh, in our final, well, uh, you know, it was a tough battle, but they had half half of it down because they had knowing at their disposal. <laughs> because knowing is half the battle. Well done, well done. That was well done. I like that. Um, so headed headed into the final uh with uh with 64% of the vote your first annual Archie Award winner is Marvel Legends. So some, some claps, some golf claps uh to to uh Steve, Ryan, Dan, Dwight, uh, Tony, everybody that works on the Marvel Legends, uh, on the Marvel Legends uh, product, uh, congratulations! You guys are our inaugural winner of uh, of of the Archie Award. And and oh wait, what what's this, Dave? I think we have a, a special message. Do we have an acceptance speech? I think we do. Uh, coming coming to you live from Rhode Island is Ryan Ting from the Marvel Legends team. Ryan, take it away. Hey guys, this is Ryan from the Hasbro Marvel team. Thank you to Eric, Dave, and the Adventures in Collecting podcast voters for choosing Marvel Legends as the 2021 inaugural Archie Award tournament winner. And kudos to all 32 incredible toy lines in the bracket. I think the real winner this year is the toy community, since there are so many amazing options for fans, no matter what you happen to collect. Cheers to another fantastic year of figures, and here's to 2022. Thank you again, Ryan, for uh, for graciously accepting the award. Um, 
I guess this this That's gives awesome. us this gives us a certain level of credibility. It's a real it, award it, now. It feels it feels so real. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it. So uh, next year we'll we'll do this again in uh, in December and we were thinking about it. Maybe we'll throw in some some kind of uh, superlative awards to go along with uh, with the main Archie. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Th- thank you to everybody that voted. Where where it seemed like everyone had a good time. So we're we're happy that uh, that uh, that everyone enjoyed it so much. So um, yeah. With that, Dave, was there anything else that you wanted to say? Any 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 last thoughts about the uh, the tournament? Any uh, anything that you wanted to add before we move on to? Uh, to our lists. Nah, I think that was that pretty much covers it. So with that, Dave, it's time to talk top tens. Yes. Um. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to do our honor- honorable mentions first, or do we want to jump into our top tens and save our our honorable mentions for for the end? No, I would say the honorable mentions have to go first. That's I know that's how we did it. Have done it previously and. We did it at the halfway point, which uh, if you want to be reminded of what our halfway through the year top tens were, because I don't remember, <laughs> um, check out that episode with uh, just Jay Hernandez. Yeah, I'll put a link to that in the in the show notes. So that way you can go back and and revisit. Um, let's hop into the um, let's hop into the honor- honorable mentions. Um, would you like to would you like to go first? A- age before beauty. Sure. Um, so I'm going to start with, I'm going to actually do these in order. Cause I feel like these are kind of in order. Um, okay. and I'm going to start with Mattel WWE elite ringside collectibles, exclusive ECW cactus Jack. Bang, um, bang. I just think, you know, yes, it isn't the actual tag team title that he held. There's no way they could even do that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's another way to get a uh, EC. It's actually, I think, like the way to get an ECW tag team title out there. Um, but what a figure. It's probably one of the best Foley's. It's one of the best recent Foley's. That's for sure. Um, and I mean, it's just it. it's awesome. It's it's such a great figure. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had an op- we haven't seen each other that much again cuz as as you know <laughs> as, as, as pandemics go, yeah. this is one of them. Um I, so I haven't had a chance to see that in person yet, but the pictures I have seen and the pictures that you sent are, you know, it's it's very exciting. And I love that they included the big backdrop. The backdrop is cool cuz that's like it. if yeah. you think of any ECW interview ever, it's either that backdrop or the you know, extreme logo. So, yeah. So my first honorable mention is, is a whole line. Um, my honorable mentions are, do not kind of follow the same rules as my top 10. Um, but the, the, my first honorable mention is from Hasbro, the Ghostbusters plasma series, specifically the afterlife figures that came out this year. Um, that movie was incredible. Um, it was the first time I had been back to the the movie theater in nearly two years. Um, I, I got an awesome parting gift of a stomach virus, um, <laughs> which which was brutal. But um, the figures associated with the film, I, I, I was ordering them in the parking lot on my, my way out of the theater. Um, it, the movie was excellent. Figures are great. Uh, it's just, it's 
it was so well executed. And then of course the, the two pack, um, spoiler alert. If you have not seen Ghostbusters afterlife, I feel like it's been a long, a, a long enough time now, but the, uh, the, the family that busts together, uh, two pack, I thought was really well executed. Um, yeah, just, just all in all, uh, a great addition to that, that, uh, that line and something that I didn't think that I was going to be buying, uh, truthfully. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to have them. So that was, that was my first honorable mention. My next one is Lego Batman 66 Batmobile. Wow. Um, you want a really cool Batmobile with some really cool minifigs at a really great price? This is the set for you. Um, you know, yeah, you could get the, uh, you know, 89 Batmobile. I do have it. Um, it's enormous. It rules, but, um, this is actually a good one too. Cause it's, it's a nice big Batmobile, but it's also one that the minifigs fit in. So, um, really cool. Awesome. Uh, my next honorable mention is, uh, is two figures. Um, we're going to head over to NECA's uh, 1990 Turtles line. Uh, this year we got April O'Neil and we got Casey Jones. Um, arguably two of the best human likenesses that NECA has done to date. Uh, the whole thing that uh, the, the, the whole April O'Neil takeover to kind of announce the figure and show the behind the scenes process. Um, shouts to our, our friend of the pod, Blaine for uh you know helping helping handle the technical end of that over at NECA and you know getting that out on on social media and stuff but um yeah those two figures are just great and they look so good with the turtles um yeah it's just I, I I'm so happy that they exist and uh and I'm happy to have them um my next one I got as part of a two pack but was ultimately released single carded so I'm going to um, include it as a single here. Um, and that is the McFarlane DC Multiverse Red Hood. Um, what a figure. Like, just what a cool figure. The I like the um, kind of metallic mask. Um, you know, the cool bomber jacket. It, it, it was what, uh, such a posable figure. I think it was... Um, yeah, it's just a really cool figure. And it's also notably it is the last for the gonna, foreseeable future uh McFarlane figure that comes with uh pistols. I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to be like incorrect. So Yeah, no, that is that is the most recent one. Te- I mean, technically it was released the same around the same time as um as the uh the Flashpoint Batman, and I think he also has pistols, but I I, I think the red red hood actually came out after that, so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome figure. That the the cherry red on that uh on that the helmet finish is, is out of this world. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a car finish, you know. Yeah. Um my next honorable mention takes us over to Jazzwares and the Pokemon Select line. Uh, so we've seen the first three of, uh, of those, those figures, uh, hitting shelves. We've seen, uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the folks at, uh, at Jazzwares were kind enough to send out Charizard for us to take a look at, uh, you know, friend of the pod, Aaron and Scott are friends of the pod. Um, 
definitely head back and take a listen to that that Pokemon anniversary episode. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, but that line is super cool. Uh, you know, prior to them making these these six inch scale, uh, you know, roughly six inch scale, um, super articulated Pokemon. You your your only market for them was uh, was the import uh, import market, and they went for um, you know. They're they're now out of production and go for for quite a, a, a large amount on the aftermarket. Um, they're really well done. They they move exactly the way that you need them to, and I'm excited for that that Rayquaza to eventually hit. Uh, looking more like it's going to hit in 2022 now. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. All right. So um, my next one, you you mentioned um, toys that are imports. And this one is an import. Um, it is. You may have heard about the rest of this series in an earlier episode when we had friend of the pod junk shop dog on. And it is junk shop dogs. So pro wrestling series Two bruiser Brody figure. Man, it's cr- it's crazy to think that that was that long ago. That was like the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. Awesome figure. Uh, excited to see. Looking, th- looking forward to the rest of them. It looks like Bull Nakano is going to be coming soon. So. Yep. 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 Um, so my next one uh, is something that literally uh, four days ago, five days ago, got bumped out of my top 10 list. Um, was was sitting what I thought at comfortably at number 10 um, or <laughs> excuse me, at number nine. Got bumped out of the list by by two um, two late additions, but uh, Super Seven's reaction uh, Milo uh, from from uh, from Descendants, um, yeah. As I mentioned on our on our episode with uh, where where we talked all things Super Seven with uh, with Kyle, um, yeah. It, uh, it, it I just I love that album and that band so much that I was so happy to have some form, uh, you know, a, a figure of it and, uh, didn't know I needed it. They announced it, needed it. Super happy to have it. So yeah, that's my, uh, it's my, my fourth honorable mention. So my last one comes, um, in the name of innovation because this is an action figure for an individual was unlike anything we've seen before. And in order to get something that really personifies something, someone we've never seen before, we need an innovation that we've never seen before. And I am, of course, talking about Jazzwares, AEW, Unrivaled, Series 3, Orange, Cassidy. <laughs> oh, the pockets figure with pockets um i mean just you know it's one of those things where you just kind of i remember the tweets between jeremy and magic and saw it play out and then we got it and it is exactly what you know everything we could have hoped for yeah yeah that one uh that was another one that was cool to watch that kind of come to life and it happened really quickly like it feels Mm -hmm. like that one was like they got that out Real fast. Um, yeah. That was, As seems to have been the case for a lot of the um, AEW stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. 
And then my last honorable mention here, uh, before we get into our top tens, it as much as it, it, it like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hint at something that's that is going to be on my list, but um, as I've mentioned countless, countless, countless times on the show, you know, over over the last two years, is my 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 one of my main priorities in collecting is is MCU uh, Marvel Legends, and that ha- absolutely remains to be the case. I am still current and caught up, and uh, you know, there were all a lot of MCU figures uh, in 2021. However, none of them made my top 10 list for that that reason that I set up uh, at the top where I mentioned that I tried to keep it one per brand. And there was one Marvel Legends figure that absolutely bl- knocked, my, knocked my socks off, blew my doors off, um, which means that some of the figures that I was looking forward to most in 2021 are have been relegated to the honorable mentions list. Uh, my final honorable mention is the entire Infinity Saga <laughs> subline from Marvel Legends this year. Um, that includes the the Thanos and Tony Stark two pack, the the Iron Man Ironmonger and Obadiah Stane two pack, the uh, the the rescue and and Captain Marvel, the Quicksilver. Um, yeah, uh, all of those the the Surtur, uh, Odin, all of those figures uh, were absolutely fantastic. Um, were absolute clutch needs in the collection, and I'm so happy to have them. But uh, but like I said, there was there was one special uh, Marvel Legends figure that that kicked that entire subline to the uh, to the honorable mentions list. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's my final one is the the Infinity Saga line. All right, so we are we are entering the top ten. Yes, so I think this is this is a good time to uh, to hear from our friends at uh, at Chubsy Wubsy. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys, a traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey. Chubsy Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at ChubsyWubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you. All right, Dave. So, do you want to uh, do you want to start us off with your top ten, or would you like me to start off with your top ten? And of course, we're gonna go from uh, ten working all the way up to our number one uh, favorite. I'll keep going. All right, we'll stay in this order. All right. So, all right. Take it away, Dave. So very, very similar to how um, Daniel Bryan started off WrestleMania 31 after ending WrestleMania 30. The former number one on my list has started off the top 10. Get out of here. And I, of course, and this is this was like weird, but this was one of the things I was most looking forward to. And I got it and I still love it. Um, but there was just so much other great stuff that came out. Um but it is the McFarlane Kickstarter spawn spawn. Um, say that 10 times fast. The McFarlane Kickstarter spawn. Um, and of course, I have classic spawn, which reminded me most of the original figure. Um, I still think it reminds me very much of the original figure. Um, it's it's kind of what I wanted. I didn't need 
insanely articulated spawn. I just wanted cool looking spawn and I got it. Yeah, and that's that's really where it where it is, where it is. Um, but there are so many things that are kind of better than it. That have come out this year where it was like, you know, at the halfway point, I was like spawn going away is <laughs> my toy of the year. Um, and just so much unbelievable stuff has come in this last half. It it was and I mean, this goes to show you, too. I mean, we, we kind of both waxed poetically about how much we loved that figure in the in the at the halfway point. I, I remember that. Um, and he, man, he didn't even he didn't even make my honorable mentions. That's how that's how busy the last half of the, the year has been in, in terms of, of toys. But um, I, I will shout out still once again, like the delivery of that whole thing, the transparency from Todd. And like you know the the problems that happened with Kickstarter, the the actual execution on on kind of what was to be expected there, the like the level of packaging, the quality of the whole thing, the experience, uh, yeah, de- definitely a memorable one, and I, and something I'm glad I have as well. Um, so my number ten, this might be something that's on your list as well. I'm not sure. Again, you've seen my list. I haven't seen yours. But my number 10 uh, is a two-pack. It is the only two-pack on my list. Uh, It is the, I guess you'll say, the wrestling figure representation on my list this year. Mine is the ringside exclusive Jazzwares Jurassic Express two-pack. Um, featuring featuring my my daughter's favorite wrestler, (laughs) Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Perry and, and Luchasaurus. Um, I got the variant of the, of the two pack, uh, where their, uh, Luchasaurus was sitting on, uh, on Jungle Boy's shoulders in, you know, in the package, uh, Chris Metzger over at Jazzwares, uh, toy packaging legend, uh, absolutely crushed the, uh, the design of this, the packaging for it, the, the kind of homage to Jurassic Park, um, it's just, it's fantastic. And then, you know, you open it up and the figures are just amazing the you know magic and um uh and and dan friedman uh they absolutely crushed the the tattoo work on on luchasaurus and the likenesses and the articulation it's just all there uh absolutely fantastic figures fantastic two-pack soup to nuts uh you know great great delivery on that um number nine um, one of the best, I think, Mattel WWE elite figures in a long time. Um, by far the best of the year. I think it is likeness wise is just unbelievable. And I think like the deco on on this um, character is just beyond unbelievable. Um, and it is Mattel WWE Elite 89. Damien Priest, the Archer of Infamy. Um, what a figure. Just it was one of those ones where I saw it. There were other ones that I loved that early in the year, but I was like, this is just by far one of the best elites that's come out in a long time. Absolute stunner. That's one that I had to have. I, I've I'm I'm a I'm a huge mark for for Damien Priest. I loved the whole angle with Bad Bunny and 
I mean, hell, I'd love a Bad Bunny figure after that. After that whole thing, I, I'd be that'd, in for that'd it. That'd be cool. You could you couldn't do the four pack now, but you can. Yeah, you could definitely get Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Um, yeah, I it was uh he, he's he's so much fun to watch, and they they absolutely absolutely uh nailed it with that figure. Great great call on that one. Uh, my number nine. So moving moving into the nine slot is a figure that I I just got like uh just next to newest uh figure purchase and my first purchase for this brand and this 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 line um i finally pulled the trigger on a mezco 112 collective figure um i got the the advent calendar and um cousin eddie so mezco 112 cousin eddie um and all his blue skulled goodness rocking his uh his reindeer onesie um the advent calendar was super cool. There was a lot of really good value in there in terms of like fun accessories. There was a really cool five points doc nocturnal figure in there. A couple of their mezits. Um, there was a spare head for, for, uh, for Gomez. Um, if you have, if you also got the holiday Gomez, which I did not. Um, but yeah, this, this cousin Eddie figure and I've already, I ha- actually at, at the time that this will be recorded or at the time this will be shown, this a picture of this will be out there, but Dave, I'm showing you this now. I got I, I went on um on eBay and found this guy, a GPS slot that makes custom clothes for Mezco figures. Mm-hmm. So in order to get some extra mileage out of him, you know, when he's not in the holiday season, I got him a pair of like skinny uh you know, uh washed out jeans and like a Nike sweatshirt um to, to go with with him so you know he can we That's can continue pretty cool. having fun with him uh in the in the light box throughout the year uh but super super cool figure um what i will say is anybody who has not bought a mezco 112 figure um if you're at all familiar or have ever had any experience with um with like hot toys or sideshow collectibles it's kind of like that but in the 112 scale uh it they, it has this of luxurious feel to it it's heavier than it looks like it would be the joints are really smooth the way the hands kind of and and head and feet pop off and move like it's it's just a it is is definitely a luxury item um which goes along with that price point so if you are on the fence and they happen to produce a character that you know particularly speaks to you um that you don't think any other brand is going to tackle or something that you know a character that you really really love um it's I would say it's it's worth investing uh, in a Mezco version of, of that character. So that was my number nine. Uh, number eight. I don't think I could say much more about this um, than Eric has already said. Um, Luchasaurus was high on my list early on. And then um, Jazzwares just hit another home run with a ringside exclusive two pack, um, which was like, OK, if I'm going to have Luchasaurus represented in this list, which I absolutely am, because it was one of the best unrivaled figures of the year. Um, let's let's throw an awesome two pack in there, too. Um, so this is where I have the Jazzwares AEW unrivaled, the Jurassic Express ringside collectibles exclusive. Yeah. Mm. All right. So moving into my number eight, um, this is my vintage collection representation on the list. Uh, this year, um, 
this takes us to uh, Hasbro's PulseCon that happened, uh, you know, in in uh, the last quarter of um, uh, of twenty twenty one, and it is the PulseCon exclusive Emperor Palpatine set. Uh, again, this is one that's on this list. I, I there could have been this could have been so many different vintage collection figures. It has been an incredible year as a vintage collection uh, collector. I'm talking some all-timer figures um, that I never thought we would see in 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 the scale, and I could spend here all day. Uh, I could spend all day here uh, telling you about how awesome they all are. But I I have to say that the the Emperor kind of encompasses it. It's one of the best likenesses that they've ever done. The packaging is out of this world because on the surface it is so indicative of that uh, that kind of Kenner aesthetic. Um, it looks like packaging straight out of the eighties, uh, but it opens up and folds into this beautiful diorama of the Emperor's throne room, including a, a plastic uh, back, you know, circular window with a, a movable cardboard piece, so you can have it just look like it's the open galaxy, or you can have it look like it's the the end sequence from um, from Return of the Jedi. Uh, it's got this awesome, like, built-in little opening drawer that holds his accessories. He's got the lightning hands. He's got the cane. Um, he even comes with a, uh, a powered down, uh, greeny lightsaber. Um, yeah, it is just, and then of course he comes with his throne as well. So he can, you know, he could sit there. Uh, it was just so much fun to, to kind of open that and enjoy it and kind of recreate some of the moments, the, the iconic moments from, uh, from Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, it, it, amazing, amazing figure. So there were the, you know, my top 10 list has been there's there's a couple of pleasant surprises on there. But then there's, you know, one of those figures where when you see it, you're like, oh, this rules and I need to get this. Um, and so I have a new spawn. I needed a new violator. <laughs> so this is the McFarlane spawn violator. Um, what a large figure, um, what a, it's just large. It, it's, you know, you know, you're holding something substantial here. Um, just what, a you know, it, it's got like the, the craggly kind of new violator look to him. Like, you know, you're used to the, the kind of skinny, just scary looking violator, but this is kind of like a, you know, End a, of the stage boss, like a final boss violator, it is which so, is pretty cool. It's so big, and it's and it's one of those things where, like, I remember when the promo art came came out for it, um, and he was standing next to some of the other figures, and you're sitting there going, like, okay, you know, those those are those are seven inch figures, you know, that's 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 a big figure, right? That's 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 big, but then you get it in the box, <laughs> and and for the price point too, like, yeah. Yeah, and I and I actually got mine um, through one of those like Target deals where it was like spend a hundred get twenty dollars off or something like that. So it I, it even worked out even even better for. I think you got it as part of the same deal. Um, I might have. I don't remember. But I guess I'll talk about him now as well because he's only one. He's only one notch off of uh, off of where we currently are. Um, oh, so he's not your number seven? No, he's my number six. Um, so I'll just, for the sake of for the sake of uh, of of fluidity, 
I'm going to swap my, my six and seven here. Um, yeah. So violator, the, the other thing that I have to say about, about violator is I loved the old McFarland figures, like the, the kind of, um, you know, statuesque figures, the ones that had minimal articulation, but like the paint, the detail, the sculpt and everything was fantastic on them. And that's something that has not been lost on modern McFarlane figures. Like the sculpts are still beautiful on them. Like they have, you know, all these amazing detail, um, you know, and, and that definitely comes first before the articulation. But this figure is so reminiscent of that old style of McFarlane figure with like, like you said, with all those nooks and crannies and sharp bits. I mean, like this figure will hurt your hand if you're not careful. Um, but it also moves like it's the best of both worlds because he still had to put him in like figure out a way to put him in that crouched position. So that way he could get him in the box and the box was, <laughs> was the right size. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's a, uh, it's a fantastic new addition to the collection. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it is an absolutely amazing figure. All right. So my number six, um, you know, roundabout comic con time, especially lately, um, Mattel's just been hitting home runs. Um, and this is another one. Um, I, of course, am talking about the Mattel WWE elite ultimate edition sergeant slaughter um everything from the packaging you know that initial box and then when you open it you've got the throwback to the old ljns um down to the packaging to like you know in lieu of where there would be a poster the accessories are um at the bottom you know the artwork of everybody on the uh the mattel team like just what what great what great stuff. Um, and then the Sergeant Slaughter being reminiscent of the old mail away. Like just awesome. Very cool. Now, is that one you're going to you're going to open and display at some point or is that one going to stay minty? You think? Um, well, what's good is it has the. Um, the packaging slides. Mm. So I could still hang on to the box. Gotcha. So, so it's not something where like, you know, like an elite or a regular ultimate where you're just, you know. The only you're just destroying the box to open it. Yeah, where you have to mangle the mangle the card to get the figure out. Yeah. All right, so moving into number six for me, um, this is going to be the NECA figure that is that is on my uh, my top ten list. Um He's he's my favorite version of this character, so I'm I'm super excited to have him finally in toy form. Not the best Friday the Thirteenth film, but uh, but NECA New Blood Jason is uh, is definitely my favorite uh, my favorite Jason Voorhees. Um, you know the <laughs> Jason versus effectively an X Men uh, <laughs> in this in this movie. Um, and they they even in, figured out a way to include that iconic moment where his mask, you know, is uh, is telekinetically split in half. Um, and it's such a cool little effect piece that they that they included. Um, the way that they did it was really smart. The sculpt, the detail on it. I mean, Kane Hodder's beefiness really kind of comes across in this figure. Um, it's the perfect zombie Jason, honestly. Um, you know, in terms of just kind of like 
the aesthetic and design. Uh, you know, I love that the it's got the chain hanging around his neck. I, I saw you know a couple of really creative folks manage to take pictures where like they put the chain and like the big rock, um, you know, around his around his neck and everything. It made it look like he was underwater. It was it was really really good. Um, but yeah, it is just it is just a fantastic figure. I uh, and I know my number one on my halfway point was uh, was Neca's McCready. And I talked about how great like the likeness was and everything and how much I love the figure and like the little details and the accessories and everything that it came with. Um, that's how good this figure was, was that it it it, uh, it unseated uh, that that NECA representative from the list. So super happy to to have new blood Jason. Well, Eric, we just talked about um, for number six, an ultimate figure. Um, but sometimes some of the best things come in smaller packages. Um, specifically the three and three quarters scale. And this is where I can highlight one of my favorite lines of the year. Um, from everything to the figure selection to the hearkening back to an older line to the artwork on the cards. Um, I could pick one. I guess if I had to, and it would probably be Silver Surfer, just based off of how cool that figure is. Um, but I, of course, am talking, although that new Wolverine um, in the two-pack is awesome, too. Um, but, of course, I'm talking about the Hasbro Marvel Legends three and three-quarter line. Um, I feel like it's unfair to kind of say, like, here's one of the best ones of those, when they are all, like, the best ones of those. Um, it's just an awesome line. I'm so happy that there was nothing better. There was nothing worse than going to the store and finding none of them on the shelf, but there was nothing better than going to the store and finding none of them on the shelf because <laughs> it means that we're getting more of them next year. Um, you know, we've already had the next wave announced and I continue to look forward to this because, you know, we can get all different eras of all different stuff. Um, especially now that we're getting like, you know, starting to get venom into play and characters like that. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before we, we get like Deadpool or like carnage or mm -hmm. Danny catch ghost rider or, and, and know, I know anything. Steve has already said that they're, they're planning not just 20, the rest of 2022, but they're already planning 2023. So this, uh... This line, more. this line's gonna, this line ain't going anywhere in the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, it, it it is such a cool line to see on the on the pegs too. Those those uh, John Tyler Christopher uh, cards are gorgeous. Seeing the Kenner logo on on Marvel figures too, just I don't know, yeah, some something something really cool about that. Um, all right. So moving into my number five, um, this this figure is one of my uh, one of my favorite characters from uh, from my my second favorite uh, piece of anime work. Uh, an incredible villain, a royal pain in the ass um, and an absolutely uh, iconic version of, of this character. Uh, my number five pick is the SH Figure Arts uh, Tamashii Nation's first form Frieza from Dragon Ball Z, uh, Frieza in the pod. Um, this figure is just 
it's just the coolest man this is the this is the only figure that lasted from my my halfway list to um to this one uh an, another line that has had a a really really good year especially for uh for dragon ball collectors um with their releases this year but the first form frieza the the pod itself is special um in the fact that uh we've never actually seen the inside of 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 the frieza pod um in in either the manga or the anime and uh you know they they had uh creator uh akira toriyama's input in into what the inside of the pod would actually look like and and to me that's just that's awesome i love when when toys kind of create parts of the canon um just a, a a super cool figure loaded with accessories detail everything uh so so shf first form frieza so um the last little bit of this list is all like stuff that's come within the past couple months um and this one is going to be the latest entry um didn't think i'd get this before the end of the year but i did and therefore it counts um it is not the first time that um, a figure in this style has been made, um, but it is the first time that a figure in this style has been made of um, a woman wrestler, let alone a world champion. Mm. And I, of course, am talking about the Ringside Collectibles exclusive Jazzwares, AEW Unrivaled, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD Blood and Guts figure. Um, it probably will go down as like as I'm gonna say easily the best match of the year. Um by by any company that I've watched. Um, you know, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and uh Thunder Rosa in the Lights out match, just unreal. If you've not seen it, go back and do yourself a favor and and uh, watch that. And you get the little added value piece of the T-shirt that was created from that <laughs> match. Um, but, you know, I, I thought the the Dr. Britt Baker figure from Unmatched was. Was a bit of an underrated figure to begin with, but then you kind of chronicle this into it and it's just. You know, it's just an awesome figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, such a. And cool... we're getting round three uh, in in March with the uh, Kenny and uh, Kenny and Mox. Yeah. Back. Yeah, and and you know she's just such an awesome uh, performer. You know, in, in general, so mm -hmm. it, it's great to see her get the you know the kind of very well deserved attention. And, and kind of treatment with this figure. And I'm really excited for the Thunder Rosa figure that's that's been announced, that's coming. Um, so that way, you know, people can start recreating. You know, uh, there's a lot of really talented toy photographers out there that are going to absolutely crush recreating moments from that match once once that mm -hmm. figure comes out. So really excited for that. Um, all right, so moving into my number four. Uh, this is also a figure that is is brand new to me um is my second figure in in this uh from this company something that came out of really came out of left field um and i think 
kind of shocked a lot of people and um is something that uh was very holiday appropriate <laughs> uh i'm talking about uh the four horsemen studios figure obscura so it is not part of the mythic legions line but the figure obscura line a new line uh krampus figure um this was another one that was just kind of like <sighs> i saw pictures of it and was like really really just wanted to have it um <laughs> was feeling some serious fomo on it i mean I, I love this is not the krampus from the film that's coming uh neca announced that next year next holiday season they'll be they'll be producing the one from the film um but it's kind of just like i love norse mythology and i and like that kind of like darker side to to fairy tales and he, I mean, he's just a big old horned goat man that has like a, he comes with shackles to put on children. And like, it, it it's just such a bizarre figure. I, I can't believe it's real and that it exists. And Four Horsemen Studios does an incredible job with these figures. You know, the, the detail, um, they're fellow New Jersey natives. So when this thing shipped, I got a notification and like literally 12 hours later, it was, it was on my, my doorstep. Um, Again, really, really great packaging. Uh, this was a limited release, so unfortunately, there's, um, you know, you're not going to be able to get this one. But they did announce that there will be a variant, um, alternate edition of uh, of Krampus coming soon uh, to some some kind of like partner retailers. So uh, just keep an eye on on our feed, on their feed, uh, for for information on that. But but yeah, number number four for me is uh, is Krampus. So I see your large monster, and I raise you one. Um, or I'll, well, we'll see how it goes. But um, this is another enormous figure from um, from McFarland Toys. Um, it was one where I saw it, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Um, but where's the regular one? And then the regular one got announced, and... For a large green thing, <laughs> the just amount of care and detail put into this, and the, you know, there's an extra hand. I didn't need it, um, because it it is to me like kind of almost the perfect look for Swamp Thing, and of course, giving it away, uh, McFarland DC Multiverse Swamp Thing, um, is it? way larger than Swamp Thing needs to be sure but <laughs> it doesn't make me love it any less um because it's just you know it's one of those things it's this is one of those ones where when I saw it I was like I don't know why I love this so much but I absolutely do and this is going to be a tough tough thing to beat you know like one of the top toys of the year like I was like, this is easy, easily a top five, if not top three. It was almost number two, to be honest. Um, but there are two things that I just enjoyed a little bit more. Now, see, I, for all the reasons you love the figure, th I, that's my my problem with it is I I'm I love that god awful uh, Swamp Thing cartoon from like the '90s and and the amazing figure line that went along with it and to me like swamp thing was always like man-sized 
And like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's made out of plants, so like he can definitely grow. And like, there have been you know issues of the comic where he he towers over things. But like, I would just I would love for and I and, and you know I I know we're not getting into like the request end of things, but like as awesome as that figure is, is like just shrink him down a little bit. Give give me give me like a seven to eight inch version of that figure instead of the mega fig, and I'm. I'm in like absolutely in because it is a gorgeous figure. The sculpt is unreal. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I, I, it, I, I saw it in the store the other day and yeah, I, I thought it was incredible and ultimately had to pass though, just because of the sheer size of it. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's insanely large, but it's awesome. All right. So where are we? Number three, you're at number three. All right, so number three. Ugh. So number three. I did a thing this year that I didn't think that I would ever do. And that was buy Black Series figures. Star Wars Black Series figures. Um, something I said I would never do because just because of the sheer amount of um, three and three quarter figures. But I ended up putting together just a, a, a very, very tight small collection of black series figures i'm in all likelihood probably done um with that uh just some real core characters and part part of the reason why this happened was hasbro was kind enough to send out that that uh lucasfilm 50th anniversary box and it had some black series figures in them and i and i opened them to kind of just experience them because honestly i had never really had a held a loose black series figure and I, I I see the appeal for them and you know appeal to them, and they're they're really fun to photograph. And as part of that ongoing Lucasfilm 50th anniversary celebration, they released uh, a series of Clone Wars figures in in the uh, the old school uh, you know Clone Wars packaging from the three and three quarter inch figures. And they produced in that that little subline one of the most gorgeous sculpts I've ever seen on a sub $30 figure. Um, and that's clone wars, general Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, so he's got the really cool kind of clone armor mixed with his, um, you know, with his Jedi robes, that really iconic look from, uh, you know, from the, the series, but because black series figures don't, they don't do cartoon style in black series. Everything is, is, uh, true to life. It's Ewan McGregor, and it's that kind of post—I guess you could say post—Attack of the Clones, pre um, Revenge of the Sith look for him, which is more, really, more in lines with the with the, the Revenge of the Sith look. To be honest, the kind of short hair and f- and full beard, um, and it just it it looks so much like Ewan McGregor that it's actually like dis- borderline disturbing, alarming. Um, it's just such a beautiful sculpt. Uh, the deco on it is is amazing. There's a little, nice little mix of some soft goods, uh, the, the the paint, everything. It is just it is amazing, and it jumped all the way up. At one point, it was my number one figure um, for the back half of the year, um, and it got bumped out by by two things ahead of it that uh, that absolutely blew my doors off. But um, it is it, if you can hunt down this figure, I. Uh, 
it is totally, totally worth it. It is, it is just, it, it's an amazing, it, it's, it's definitely the best Obi-Wan Kenobi figure that, that Hasbro has done in the scale period and, and end of story. So. All right. So this is one that's going to be for number two. Um, this is going to be in a lot of wrestling collectors. Number one list, I think. Um, you know, the, Everything you've heard about this figure is accurate. Um, you know, people have called it, you know, just absolutely like a stunning figure and it, it looks amazing. Um, if it's ever been possible to shrink a, a wrestler down to, you know, the, the, the scale of a, an action figure and have it be like, oh, that. I thought that was the person who it is. Um, it's just an unbelievable, unbelievably looking, an unbelievably good looking figure. Um, just unreal. And, you know, the first thing I'm sure of many to come. Um, I am, of course, talking about Jazzwares, AEW Unmatched Series 2. It's Steve! <laughs> was, I, I'm, what sorry, a I'm sorry is tony shivani on the line i i'm <laughs> what a figure um i mean it just looks like somebody shrunk down sting and copied him yeah it's been a long time since we've had a sting figure um well there was supposed to be that legends yeah but... Um, that got uh, I mean, canceled in the uh, at the last minute. Before then, though, I feel like there it's it had been it had been quite a bit since there had been the a, last a one figure. was I think like that surfer sting. One. Yeah. Um, but this is modern day sting, like it is current sting, and what a fantastic figure! Yeah, Matt Magic really uh, outdid himself. Especially on the likeness. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's one of the best figure likenesses that there that there is. Oh, and that brings me to my number two, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so my number two, this is my newest figure. This is my, my newest figure to the collection. Um a figure that I was anticipating. There was a lot of hype behind it. Um Admittedly, this was not one of the G.I. Joe figures that I played with heavily as a kid. Um, I'm not even sure if I had one, or if you even had one, um, but the classified version of this character, I'm very familiar with the character because yeah, the, the cartoon's awesome, but um, the, uh, and, and the comics, but um, the G.I. Joe classified Cobra Bat, uh, this robot henchman is just, it's just so cool. It delivers on everything that, that like kind of the GI Joe classified team promises. It's got amazing articulation. The deco on it is ridiculous. Uh, the accessories it comes with are, add so much value to the figure. Um, like, it's got the removable chest plate. Uh, it's got a clean chest plate. It's got a battle damaged chest plate. It's got a battle damaged head. 
it's it's got the coolest backpack in the classified series uh, so far. So it pegs into the back and holds all the extra hands, hand attachments, like the, the claw, the, the flamethrower, the drill. Um, it's just across the board it is such a good figure. And I know it's an, it's an army builder. Um, and I cannot wait to see people make armies of these bats because it's going to be epic. It's going to be absolutely epic. And with all of the little, like, kind of things that you can do to make each one look just a kind of of a hair different, um, you know, have a different configuration. Um, it's going to look really cool seeing them all together. And, uh, it is hitting. If you are listening to this podcast, um, it is already hitting, uh, some stores, some targets and Walmarts, um, in the last week of 2021. Um, and I have to shout out Hasbro one more time for sending us, the amazing GI Joe box that they sent us and, and including the bat as one of the, uh, the figures in there. Um, absolutely cool moment to see that thing show up and, uh, and, and, you know, to have that figure in there. So, uh, my number two pick is the GI Joe classified Cobra bat. And now a word from our sponsors. And now back to the show. So my number one is um, it's I, I I'm honestly surprised this is number one um, and it is something where as soon as I opened it, I kind of, you know, fell in love with it. Kind of similar to something else that this company made last year. Um, number one, two years running. I don't know, Eric, if you remember who I had number one last year. I know I knew who your number one was. I didn't see your list, but mm-hmm. I knew who your number one was the moment you got this figure. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was something I couldn't we had um we had an interview recently, um, an episode of our show where I couldn't really stop gushing about this figure. Um, and it is Super Seven Ultimate Papa Emeritus One. Um I, I am. It is no secret. I am a huge fan of the band Ghost. Um, so to get a kind of fully articulated Papa Emeritus is awesome. Um, you know, you can only hope that there's going to be the other three Papas. Well, actually, there's like multiple Papas. There's more than three, but uh, you know and. Papa Nil and all of the band and it's just like, you know, got the wheels turning to what I would love for the ghost um, ultimate line to be. But Papa Emeritus one, let's start. Let's start from the beginning. I love it. It's an awesome figure. You got the ultimate, um, the alternate robes, the alternate heads. Just so good. All right, and that that brings us to my uh, the ultimate headgear, I should say. But yeah, you got there's so much extra stuff, like so good. Now, when when you get around to displaying this figure, are you going to display him in black or white? Um, probably black, because I feel like you get the opportunity for white later on. That's true. Yeah, that version of Papa, I feel like the more more, it makes more sense to leave him in the black. The more known is the the white robe. Or the black robe, I should say. Yeah. 
the white robe comes more later with like the the other the other versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this brings us to mine. Um, I I don't think it would surprise anybody that Marvel Legends takes my number one spot. Um, they get all they get all my money. <laughs> um, but uh, I think what would surprise folks is that my like I said, my number one is not a an MCU figure. Um, and it's not even a comic figure; it's a gamerverse figure. It's my my number one figure uh, this year, uh, which was also one of my favorite games of the year. Uh, if if we were to have done video games, um, is Miles Morales, gamerverse Miles Morales. Um, wow, what a figure! Uh, it is just, uh, it's so good, man. Um the the articulation on it the way that this figure moves the deco uh it's it, it's just it's gorgeous i mean it looks like the the character from the the game crawled you know pun intended crawled out of the packaging and is now in your hands um speaking of which hands he comes with so many good set like every spider-man should come with three sets of hands should come with fists should come with whip hands and should come with wall crawling hands Miles comes with four sets of hands because you get those three and then you also get his Venom Stinger hands, which are these really cool new sculpted hands that have like the kind of lightning effect trailing off the back of them. They're 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 cast in this really cool um, transparent uh, yellow plastic that really kind of brings them to life. He he does have a um, an unmasked head um, as well. But it's just, it's an absolutely incredible figure. Um, it is it is the best Miles Morales figure um, that you can get uh, f- from from Marvel Legends. Um, and I think it kind of serves, a, a, you know, it, it can definitely fill in as a comic book version of Miles as well. Um, you know, obviously we, we have not seen him. Not, neither of us have seen No Way Home yet. Um, so far... Barring him randomly showing up in that in that film and us not knowing about it, uh, he has not been in the MCU yet, uh, so yeah, that's left to be seen. But uh, yeah, my my number one uh, figure, and this was like this. I will say there was a little bit of back and forth with me on this one because my my other Marvel Legends figure that was like my number one figure for a while was was the um, the modular Iron Man, the '90s modular Iron Man. Um, and this unseated that. So, uh, yeah, Marvel Legends, Gamerverse, Miles. I thought you were going to say the hood. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's just the figure of the year. Like, that's, that's his own, he's his own carrot category. Uh, shout out to, to Sunny, the Sunny Channel, who painstakingly produced a, a keeping it hood calendar, 12 month calendar. <laughs> <laughs> featuring amazing picture, I mean, amazing toy photography of the hood. Um, you can you can hit up the Sunny Channel if you if you want uh, a keeping a hood calendar in your life because I almost bought that figure based off of all the memes just because like it's <laughs> why is he yelling like what's he yelling at? It's it's the best. I mean, it really is like like I, like no joke. It it is. It it is the best joke of an action figure ever produced because everybody is in on it. 
Like everybody is in on the joke. They knew exactly what they were doing when they like kudos to 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 Ryan, Dan, and and Dwight. They knew exactly what they were doing with that figure. Um, you know, putting him in that villains wave. You know, surrounded by literally like some of the most classic villains in in recent Marvel history. Um, you know, and then the Hood, and it's literally rules though. Uh, really, it's just an angry man in jeans and a shirt. Like I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's our list, Dave. Um, but we feel like we would be remiss if we didn't mention, um, some of the favorites from our followers. So we put out a story, um, that mentioned, you know, what, what, you know, what were some of your favorite figures of the year? And some of those figures have, you know, made our list. So, uh, you know, we, we did see some, um, uh, you know the the Clone Wars Obi Wan from from at Mile High Ground. Um, we did see. Uh, I thought I saw. Oh no, it was Fallen Silver Surfer. Oh, Cactus Jack, that was the other one. Um, yeah, uh, at a Geek of Nature had liked Cactus, and he uh, also liked Papa Papa One. But I figured let's let's take a minute here to shout out some of the ones that that didn't uh, that didn't make the the make our list. So uh, at Toy Farce, friend of the pod, uh, wanted to call out Plunderlings. Um, you know, obviously, plunder. I I also partook in Plunderlings this year and last year. Uh, fantastic figures. Um, at Toy Box underscore Battles, the uh, the Transformers Kingdom Rodimus Prime. Uh, that that was another really cool figure. Uh, let's see, scrolling through here. Uh, Panthro five hundred four, um, Snake Eyes with Timber, the the Snake Eyes Commando with Timber. Had it not been for the GI Joe classified bat, uh, the Snake Eyes with Timber would have been the other two pack on my list. From friend of the pod at Craig Stuff, Figma Naofumi Iwatani from Shield Hero. It, it, guys, you, if you're not following at at Craig stuff on Instagram, give give him a follow because he he oftentimes like there, there's a lot of us toy reviewers out there and, you know, and, and toy bloggers that, that take a look at a lot of the same stuff. Craig is often looking at these super intricate cloth goods import figures that, that you may not know exist. And um, he gives a really, really good look at them. So so definitely check out Craig stuff. Um, let's see. I'm gonna call at, out. Oh, go ahead. At Captain at Captain Calatron said Frogman. Oh yeah, no, from from that uh, from the Stiltman build a figure wave. Yeah, yeah. Fro- Frogman is another one that was that made himself made his way into a lot of a uh, lot of meme meme photography. Um, all right. I'm gonna give one more shout out here to uh, at Scooby Wan Kenobi, uh, who included Neca Chrome Dome. The Black Series Cantina Showdown from PulseCon, Gunslinger Spawn, and uh, and the aforementioned NECA McCready from The Thing. So great list of uh, of figures there, um, all of which were 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 definitely awesome, and uh, you know, but certainly belong on a best of list. Yeah, you know, we had a second Frogman on here too, um, at XLA Figs, um, had Fallen Silver Surfer. Uh, She-Hulk, Ultron, and Frogman. Um, that Fallen Silver Surfer was pretty cool too. 
Yeah, that the the dark dark metallic one part of the the cosmic uh, Walgreens exclusives. Oh man! So that's it. That puts twenty twenty one in the books, Dave. Yeah, we did it. Um, Somehow. Here, <laughs> here we are. One day at a time, surviving. Um, clo- closing remarks on on twenty twenty one before we uh we uh we officially close the book and and move on to twenty twenty two. Um. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm a man. I, that's why I love you, Dave. You're a man of of many words. Um. Um. Twenty twenty two. Hey, let's. Let's have a step up. <laughs> let's let's hope it isn't twenty twenty two, and it's a it's all its own. <laughs> I feel like twenty twenty one was twenty twenty two. The one thing I will say is uh, we recently surpassed uh, seven thousand followers on Instagram, which is just it just blows my mind. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know I just want to take an opportunity to thank everybody who listens. And also follows us there, uh, or just listens here, or is just finding us for the first time. Um, it's it's a blast sharing this uh, this hobby with everybody. Um, and you know, it's not to say that we wouldn't be doing it without you guys, but it's it certainly makes it uh, adds a whole other level of of fun to it for us. And uh, and we have some really cool things planned for twenty twenty two. So yes, we do. Um, Stay tuned and uh and uh yeah, here's here's to uh here's to many more years of of top ten lists and interviews and all that good stuff. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.